Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 11th episode of The Main Frequency. I'm Sigari. I'm Sidon. And today we are here to bring you the best news in all of Second Galaxy. Today, we've actually got two special guests with us. We've got Kerensky from Noir and Zealot from Dead. Say hey, guys. Hey, guys. Awesome. That that intro right there. No, I'm, I'm messing. So today we're going to be doing some Q&A from the devs in second galaxy and or from players in second galaxy that the devs are going to be answering and we're going to take we're going to go through the questions and then we're going to kind of talk about our piece on what we think the devs could do or if the questions should just be blown over and missed but yeah so since we've got you two guys here i'd like you guys to take a quick moment to introduce yourself so Kerensky, why don't you go first yeah sure man can we can actually hear each other this time is that like a thing yeah we can hear each other now that's good. That is fortunate. Um, unfortunately. Yeah. So uh, let's see. So I'm a 12, 15 year EVET. And uh, once I finally got rid of spreadsheets online, I joined some mobile games, some really terrible ones, ended up on Nova Empire, which is probably one of the worst games that I somehow actually paid money for. And uh, I was ready to give up games altogether. And then somebody was like, hey, Eve Echoes is coming out. And so I looked and it was like, oh, that's like never going to happen. And somebody was like, well, Second Galaxy will tide you over. And I was like, all right, what can possibly go wrong and now uh, i look at my corp tab and i have uh an absurd amount of my mortgage put into corp donations so here i am and uh <laughs> and oh, I, I'm, I'm the executor of noir so how, how did you uh hear about second galaxy uh i think it's some facebook ads and i kind of blew them off until uh one of my uh one of my directors fatim zarin if he's out there shout out to old zarin uh he was like hey let's go do this and so that was it. Nice, dude. Well, welcome. We're yeah. glad that you're here. Thank you. Yeah, man. All right. Zealot, how about you, man? How'd you hear about the game? And tell us a little bit about yourself. So tell us about yourself first. All right. All right. All right. Zealot, I'm a director of Dead. I pop ships, and that's about all I do. Just all day, all night, pop, pop, pop. Sell the loot on the auction house, get rich. It's kind of what we're about. Nice. Uh, I actually came from a game... A Warhammer game, Chaos and Conquest, and one day on our server Discord, saw a thing pop up. Oh, Second Galaxy! Chaos I'm all about Conquest? space games. What's Chaos and Conquest? Yeah, it's a Warhammer. It, so, uh, I don't know how to explain the genre. It's a long-term MMO where you have like a castle and you have your army, and then you can attack other people's castles and arm. Okay, okay. Warhammer um, is it like online or is it on tabletop? uh well both i do both did both yeah okay but anyway one day on discord second galaxy popped up one day figured i'd give it a try awesome dude well you're in now so welcome and we're oh, all yeah. and we all know why we're here it's because we've dropped so much and we can't get away uh yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> so what we're gonna do is we are gonna just go through the dev ama together today and we're gonna we're just gonna kind of go boom 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 on questions I'm going to ask a question from a player. I'm going to say the player's name, and I'm going to ask the question. So all of you guys out there that ask questions, now's your time for big fame. The big fame. Uh, once I ask a question, if you guys want to, like, really grab it, go for it. Like, just just take take it and run. Uh, no, and then it. you do not have to raise your hand, no. If you choose to raise <laughs> your hand, I will make fun of you. So we are good to go because the viewers can't – or the listeners can't see that. So that would that would be silly. Uh, okay, so without further ado, what? Uh oh. 
and I'm breaking. That's a great stuff. thing to hear. Yeah, hang, oh, hang yeah. on, we're working on it. Yeah, one of the things that Sig is extremely talented hey. at is breaking things. No, no, three, we're good. Three minutes in, there's already been two uh-ohs. That's right. All right, guys, <laughs> so, so let's get started. So the first question is from a player called Booger. You know this is going to be a great AMA when the first person's name is Booger. Okay, from Nova. He asked... Quality. My question is, I noticed on the trading market, a lot of items that were constantly maxed on price have received a price jump for max price. Will the same happen in the future for items constantly selling at a minimum? Okay, I would really like to touch on this one because I hate this, and I know exactly what he's talking about. Uh, when you view some items that have been put up for max price, then their price goes up like just automatically the next time that it goes up for sale. That's annoying. Mm -hmm. Something that I really want to push for is an open market. None, no more of this cap stuff. Uh, so it's going to be really interesting to see how they respond to this. If they respond with items constantly selling at the minimum will also go down, then what will wind up happening is will we see everything just finally trail into zero? Or what What do you guys think? We've already seen ships drop down like like tech three battleships are selling for like 30 mil now blueprints blueprints are not the construction that's that's uh, true that's yeah. true yeah, yeah yeah blueprints are like 30 to 50 mil depending on demand but yeah really what i think will happen will be we'll have like maybe a dozen or so items total that skyrocket in price and just keep going up and up and up and then everything else just bottoms out Okay. I mean, I think it's just a system in place to prevent abuse, people from dropping stuff on the market for one gala and buying it up on another account. Yeah. But I, I do know those prices fluctuate up and down. We have a guy in Dead who bought a whole bunch of the uh, the caches for the exploration quests. Yep. Bought yep. them real cheap. Now he's selling them huge, like four or five times his investment, like making a hundred oh, yeah. million gala. You, you totally Wish just ruined that. that person's income, my friend. Wait, Dude, it's over go. now. Well, no, he's fine now because they're selling for expensive. Oh, so. uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was for the event primarily. Yeah. Because they were like dirt cheap before the exploration event with all the new sites and whatever. Oh, yeah, that's right. But yeah, it's gone up since then, but it's – or it went up during the event, but then it's gone down a bit, so – no, nobody go buy caches because I want to buy them all. <laughs> oh, no, dude. Make my boy rich. Go for it. Yeah, wow. that's funny. Okay, uh, next question. Another trade question. Semis Mina asks, why is there a four-hour timer on trade? And That is a really good question. <laughs> he, he's, he's referring to the timer where if you buy something from the same person multiple times, uh, I think it's after four times that you buy something from the same person in rapid succession, you are penalized with a four hour relisting timer. If you so do it again, relisting timer, and then I think there, maybe it was just bad luck on my part, but through buying things, I just kept seeing that every time I bought pretty much anything. So maybe mm. it was just bad luck on my part or just happened to be the same person every time. I don't know. Um, and I think that was to what was said earlier about preventing, uh, preventing abuse, basically of the market, um, whether or not you think that's fair, but. Okay. Well, I think that I think that this is a I think it's a dumb mechanic. Uh <laughs> if if I buy something and I spent money on it, it should be mine to choose what I want to do with it. 
I do not. I think. Go ahead. I think what, and this is, I don't want to conspiracy theorize, but having seen mobile games, and, and this is kind of my guess as to what it would be, is they don't want you to have two accounts and you use one account where you pay and you do most of your work and then you flood stuff to your junior account, right? So that's what, one that goes back to the previous question about the, the artificial market prices, why they have that artificial controlled uh that, that, that buffer basically, but also not letting people just max sell you stuff. And the reason why I think this is an issue, I, I love that smile, right? Is remember, and I'm not going to name the Alliance, but remember we did catch an Alliance who was trying to avoid this system to do exactly that. What they were doing was they were popping ship to try to give modules to lower players <laughs> who weren't paying anything, right? Yeah. And so I think it's a mechanic in place to hopefully be like, oh, well, you can't do this. So your alternative is spend money to do it. So here's the problem. I'm going to poke a hole in that like really hard. It's you can buy as many things from. So if I'm player A on the market and you're player B and I put up 50 different things on the market, you can buy all 50 things, but you can't resell them. Sure. That's the point. That's what it's stopping. So it I I think I sank your it's to prevent player a, player A from trading to alt A. Because you can do that as much as you want. Alt-A cannot relist the item on the market for a successively long amount of time, though, every time they continue purchasing. That mechanic right, so is I can't stupid. Sell to, so I can't sell to my alt, and then my alt immediately turn around and, and That's sell right. things. Yeah, so it's, you can't, sell, you yeah. can't sell directly anyway. You kind of have to just kind of time it and gauge it, right? Right. Um, so it is a dumb mechanic. I'm not saying it's not a dumb mechanic. I don't think it achieves that end goal. I see it as a stifling of it. But uh, what? You just have to have a little bit of patience, and then you get around it anyway. What's the point of it, though? What's 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 right. the point? So you you buy something so that you can't relist it. It, it stops you from relisting. Who cares? Like, why are we stopping people from relisting items? Anybody what? have an idea? Shout it out. Okay. So we say can someone the hacks. Market. I was about to say, if someone hacks an account and tries to sell all that stuff to another account, it stops it on a player for at least a few hours. No, no, it doesn't. No, no it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> all right. Here, what we're, we're going to role play. Okay. We're going to role right. play and we're not going to do it on the market because oh, I'm, I'm a broken boy. All right. Okay. Let's say that I want to sell Kerensky. You want to sell Kerensky? fit. Dang, dude. No, I want to sell Kerensky a ship oh, okay. fit, okay? I got this new ship good. fit. It's got 12 items that I want to sell them, okay? I list the guns. I list the three different uh, devices, and I list six components, okay? After he buys three guns and a module, it will start saying these items are being delayed you cannot relist these items on the market for many hours. So he buys the whole fit. Now all of his items that he has fitted to his ship are going to have this little clock icon with a countdown where he cannot resell those items for a period of time. Then he goes and gets a ship loss and it doesn't matter anyway because he's a potato. But no, I'm kidding. But that that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that it doesn't matter if you're selling. It doesn't matter if you're buying. All it prevents from all it does is it stops the buyer from relisting those items for a period of time well yeah so sure so you could but you could still do the scenario if if you were actually dedicated so let's say that i do have potatoes because most of my corporation is potatoes right and let's say that i'm a rich benefactor so i go to the market and i buy an ass load of stuff and then now I want to sell it at cheap prices to all my minions who are just <laughs> waiting on the keyboard ready to hit the buy button they can't do it. It would have to be something over time. Now, Grant, again, 
wait four hours, you can do it, right? So what is the point of the mechanic? I don't know. It's arbitrary. It was. It seems short-sighted. They. I'm just theorizing as to why they may have put it in there because I don't see any other reason other than they wanted a clock icon because they like clocks. I don't know. <laughs> Some, well, somebody in chat, can sir, mention, he said, I'm 90% sure that mechanic is for price adjustment updates. Why? So no. price adjustment, according well, this is according to the game mechanics, so. is based on a 24-hour average. So yeah. I don't see why that would... Yeah, it's based on the average of the items sold before reset. So really well, the only actually, reason... No, hang on a sec. Okay. He, he, he might be onto okay. a potential abuse. So say that Ooh. you've got yourself in an alt trading items on the market to make a price artificially go up. This further reinforces my desire to have an open market because then that stuff doesn't matter. If you want to buy mm -hmm. items from yourself at a huge price, be my guest. But the lowest price is going to be the one that you buy it from eventually. Mm -hmm. The market will bear what the you know they'll pay, right? So if if player wants to sell an item for fifty million gala that's worth two million gala, and they work their price all the way up to fifty million. And then guy two comes in and says, well, I'm going to price this for four mil because it'll sell right now and it sells. Okay. Who's to say what I need to pay for an item based on an arbitrary market number? We're going back into the market. We should stop. We're answering the questions, right? <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, I would love to hear this question answered. I think that I just solved it, though, after <laughs> listening to the back and forth. It's to prevent price fixing. So... Well, it feels like they're in this isolated chamber of we want this to be a walled garden. It must be this way. And if they change it to an open market, then all of these worries just wash away, in my opinion. I I personally think it's something a little different. What? Honestly, what I think they're doing is they're discouraging market flipping. <sighs> For people, they, they don't want people to make money off buying stuff cheap selling it expensive they want people to get gala from buying from them not from getting it from other players how does that work if the next guy in line has the next item listed for a low price well because what you were talking about well, if it, it would all go away if you had a free market right and this goes into the larger point of why i don't think they're ever going to put a free market they're going to continue to try to push this even if they kind of lighten up on it and, and add, add some component maybe a corp level uh trading or whatever um, I don't think they're ever going to go full tree, uh, free market because they have a profit incentive to try to keep it fixated on Gala. Whether or not that's a different discussion, whether or not that's a good idea, what that's going to do to the game. But I think in their mind right now, they see people will pay Gala instead because they can't flip on the market effectively. I hear what you're saying. That mm -hmm. that's really Cause... good, actually. Yeah. So we okay. what we yeah. what we didn't put into that whole entire discussion okay. was where the money is coming from to go into the market. And this is a point of contention that Satan and I actually had about the game before it launched, which was, can you print money with money? And the answer is yes, which means that the market is going to just dissolve into this low point. So it's weird to me that they would do this. So we're going to keep going on this because this is how we go. Money floods the market. People have lots more money now. Prices will start to go down because the demand is the demand is basically nothing because nobody's willing to pay high prices. Demand goes down, people get money as they're buying and selling and 
starting to make money off the high priced things, right? So the market's going to go down. Then the market's going to go back up, meaning that new players that come into the game are going to have a tough time getting access to things because they're going to have to spend more money to get the gala that they need to buy the stuff because once you have that depression now everybody's raising prices because everybody has a lot of money and people are going to be able to pay more for less right so we're going to start seeing like this mountain or whoop de doos of like pricing that's crazy like I, I don't know i'm frustrated and i hope that that doesn't happen but it's hard to say in a closed economy. Like, I, I just I just don't know. Uh, are, are we done with this one, you guys? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many yeah. times we can hit the idea that a closed economy doesn't work because communism. I... <laughs> oh, no. All right. Yeah, I'm banned. Yeah, yeah let's no, not get funny. into that. Uh, Andy asks, you ever think about adding a sixth nation? I have questions. They haven't even added the fifth one. So... Why would they be thinking about adding a sixth one now? I don't, we could talk about this. Because or, oh, yeah. Or do they mean the sixth right. nation as USSH? Because technically there's a Titan Empire, which I don't know if that actually counts as a nation. It's like this game's version of the Joe, not that they ripped off anything, but. Yeah, well, it's more like Pirate <laughs> Faction. Oh, shit. It's, it's just like yeah. a Pirate Faction. Kind of yeah. like we have the new line of stuff like the Cassandra Redeemer and. Uh, yeah, well, that's true. Names, something like that. Yeah, so it's the beginning, like pirate, pirate faction stuff. Yeah, right. That's kind of fun. What? Okay. Well, let, let's talk about this. Why do you think, gentlemen? I'll be right back. Okay. Why? Why do you think they opened USSH space a month into the game? I think part of it was Didn't that Karinsky it was hit the nail on the head because money. I don't know what was Neil that. Did what he, he said. I don't know. Well, I'm thinking part of it was that mainland China was opening. Then might have been True. part of it. Those were so, all lower level solves towards yeah, the war anyway. Big influx of players and a big chunk of sov opening because I know a lot of the sov was still taken. So I think they were encouraging more large groups to come up. Plus, they kind of had to open it if, you know, the Southwest was ever going to fight, like, with the Southeast. Otherwise, well, you kind of had this this weird... Really. Yeah, I mean, because where was GE going to go? I mean, they could they... only go north, or they'd have to jump all the way through the core systems over to Exquisite and start banging on them. No, this is why we have those nice, handy relocate systems, the neutral ones in Nullsec that, like, okay, my enemy is, like, 200 jumps away from me. I'll just go relocate my entire fleet 10 jumps away from their headquarters because there's a nice NPC system there. Boom, boom. Yeah, but it makes a nice little bridge. I don't know. Yeah, I got nothing. it's... I am kind of confused about it, but... So, yeah. well, the, the question... Money. Yeah, I mean, the question can stand on its own. Are they ever going to release a Six Nation? In order to do that, I would figure that they need to have an area of space that is allocated for that nation, right? Where would they put it? Around the expect? ring? Like, the outer like, rim? Yeah, no, who knows? I, I just, I guess, yeah. I don't understand where it would go, how it would fit in with the current balance. <clears throat> actually, actually, with space, where they could put it, I noticed we were, we were talking about this like two or three episodes ago, those little holes in the map. 
just oh. Oh, there yeah. were some like actually pretty this. big holes. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking maybe if there was a basically NPC pirate faction, like kind of we have an we have an Eve with I can like delve and whatever. Yeah. You got so, little pockets of NPC home nations. Mm -hmm. Okay. So instead of just having these like scattered systems like we have in Second Galaxy right now, we would actually have a clump of like 20 systems that are all NPC owned. They have like special Dude, agents or whatever. That's a great that's a idea. Possibility. That is a great idea. I would love that. And it, it's interesting though, because how do you release something into a game that already has established uh sovereignty so say for example northwest noir tri triune's got the northwest area right so say that they pop this down right next to noir space in that giant lake i i call it a lake of whatever so they're basically saying without saying it they're giving this valuable area to the people that are living around it right uh, same would go for like GE space, same would go for red rum and void in them. And then same would go for whatever is happening down in the Southeast. Cause it's a different <laughs> thing every day. Nobody knows what that is. So would that be preferential treatment? Because somebody might complain, well, we didn't know that that was going to be coming into the game when it came into the game. You know, honestly, I just realized we could be talking about this all night long. We got to answer questions. That's a great, great answer though. I, I would love to hear what the devs have to say. Uh, mm -hmm. Kutsov E, Kutuzov, take note how popular the wormhole event is. More of that, please. Yeah, wormhole event. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. I'm actually really enjoying that. Did you guys get to do it? Buckets of credits. Kerensky, <laughs> oh, yeah. tell me you went wormhole diving this weekend. I did not go wormhole diving. Instead, I watched the influx of uh, the mail reports of all the dead carcasses. <laughs> you know, my guys. Oh, yeah. So, you didn't? Yeah. Oh, no. No, dude, yeah. you yeah. missed out dude. on some money. It was also, it was so much fun. Actually, it, that was like, it's kind of embarrassing to be admitting this now. But yeah, that was my first T3 kill I got in a wormhole. Nice, dude. So that was fun. I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, So to let Kerensky like... know what happened <clears throat> and to let the rest of the listeners and viewers know, uh, there was the Pirate Carnival and... The pirate carnival was something that spawned in every single wormhole. You warp to it, and you sh you you target this gear thing. It's called a pirate fountain. When the pirate fountain pops, or coke fountain or whatever, when the pirate fountain pops, a rat spawns. That is really dangerous and has blown up people. Uh, you need at least a tech two ship to be reliable in it. Once you kill him, he drops three more gear things. You loot those, and those give you wormhole rewards plus. A giant amount of the coke blueprint which was the thing that you needed for the uh event, event. yeah all i keep hearing is carnival and coke and apparently i missed out so you you really did <laughs> so party man here's here's what makes this and so good people. here's what made this so good is you could max out on your rewards pretty easily and i didn't even buy all the stuff some of the things i didn't care about like purple cases and stuff and then using your best manufacturer you could manufacture all the rest of the coke blueprints which cost some credits but they have a fast build time when you're done manufacturing them the savings that you got from manufacturing them gives you more profit to sell to the item mall so people are selling credits. the leftover coke for 
tens of millions of credits at a time. And it was amazing. Now, they nerfed it right after day one because some people <laughs> were abusing the ever-loving crap out of this. And the day... Okay, so here's... Let me let me tell you a story because I'm really, I'm really frustrated about this. What's that? I was pointing to Sidon down there. I had to look which which way he was. <laughs> well, <laughs> I I I had this idea, okay, and I said, guys, why aren't we flying remote rep ships in here, remote cap transfer? Because I went in and did one in my bamboo, and I was having problems with energy. When I got done, I noticed that I could continue looting. So I said to myself, cap transfer is not distortion ten like a affected. So let's take in a fleet of cap transfer celestials and go hit it. I built a fit. I posted it in my Alliance discord next day. I'm like, all right guys, let's go. And somebody jumped into voice and said, Sig, you know, they nerfed this, right? I'm like, no. <laughs> so I missed out on all of the money. Sad hands, like so much. Uh, but those people that did get in on it, I'm sure they made way too much. Oh my gosh. Somebody Somebody said they made 90 mil I see there in the chat. I don't know if anybody can break 90. Uh, I made zero, a whopping zero, uh, other than a noir <laughs> montage, same as bug. Oh, man. I, yeah, I mean, I actually wasn't able to abuse the first day, but I made like 15 mil extra credits off the event. So it's pretty good. Not horrible. I think I made enough but... to pay for them pilot skills. Nope, that all went into the academy. <laughs> trying to think how much I actually made. I think I made... I think I made 70 mil, actually. I missed... Dang, dude. I missed two... Yeah, I missed two wormholes because I woke up too late. Uh, yeah, Currency, we'll actually... We'll check that out in a little bit. Uh, okay, the next question from Ecom S isn't really a question. It's more of a statement. At Auto Translate. So, the latest change in 1.4 kind of compressed chat somehow and the auto translate button is like really big now for some reason what do you guys think of the translate function i think it functions okay yeah i mean yeah. actually it would be kind as of well nice as well as the translator have... could yeah i mean it would be nice to have like an auto translator like toggle in your settings mm -hmm. yeah maybe a toggle so because I, I mean people people who are you know bilingual or, or, or multilingual probably don't want a translator because the translator is usually bad so they probably don't want to yeah. read a crap translation if they can speak it but I there you mean, go that's right a toggle is a good yeah. option toggle is a great but, idea but most of us just speak one language like myself included <laughs> so speak yeah up. i think it would be good to have that toggle so you don't have to like constantly hit the translate button every single time okay or just have it say okay i'll translate Chinese, Russian, and none of the other languages into my language. So you just have, like, checkboxes next to each language for the auto-translate. That's getting pretty Maybe. complicated. I was thinking the same thing, Not and then really. I immediately thought, so would it be, like, auto-translate for Russian, Spanish, Chinese, and then you check each one? No, there would be, like, basically a toggle say, okay, I will have auto-translate on, and then below that, it would come up with, like, uh, checkboxes of all the languages and say, okay, I'll auto-translate yeah, Russian exactly. and Chinese and leave the others. Perfect. I like that. I like that idea. I so hope yeah. they implement it. Simple. Pretty simple. Where were we? Because they already have the core of that. Um, 
would like to know if we can make capital ships transferable and corporation mergers. No Baron way. Star. Okay, whoa, no Baron way. Kerensky's like coming out hard. All right, <laughs> go. So Yo. Uh, it's going to be a hard no for me uh, because uh, one, you should just merge into my corp anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, so from the game perspective, so I would love that because we're right now down two capital shifts from smaller corporations that joined into our larger ones. And uh, we're mm. potentially going to have alts in them later. But by the time you have an alt skilled up for capitals, your corp could have just built replacement capitals. And we have, right? Um, they're not going to do it because where does Corp Gala come from? Corp Gala comes from donations and predominantly from bundles, which means That's right. money dollars right yep. so they're, no. not, they're not gonna make something that expensive transferable uh, at least for free they're not gonna do it do you think <clears throat> that it will impact the player base so let me let me ask let me qualify that uh small corporation <clears throat> doesn't want to merge because corporation pride and all that stuff uh they get told no a whole bunch and then they quit the game so yes. then there goes that that revenue stream for them could yeah, it bite I them in the butt I think it could, but I don't know how much, um, I don't know how many cases that might be the exception rather than the rule, honestly. Okay. But what they it is out there cause we've seen it at least to the extent of a corporation says, no, we won't merge because we have a capital or we have the gala in the wallet waiting to build a capital. And I'm like, can't help you, man. Like, okay. I'm not just going to give you my space. You know? Mm -hmm. you know what they really need to do is just to create a corp merge item that yes. you could buy for real life money and then you just oh, no listen you just use it and it transfers all your assets mm. all your corp gala all your systems everything over to the other corp like it costs like Boom. a fraction of the total or something yeah, problem solved you're I, keeping players you're making thinking, money where it's like you would have a basically yeah just a button to say transfer and or merge and you could basically merge your corp and all of your assets, like including systems, structures, capital ships, everything into another corporation for like 20% of the net cost of all your structures. So like it'll, it'll make be expensive, <laughs> but it might be worth it. Is this it'll the, make uh, war a heck of a lot more interesting too. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds yeah. like this is the Americans take over the natives starter kit. Like no. buy, buy this and then you can, conquer everything in one push of a button like we would never do that first of all and on a completely unrelated note i am selling blankets so <laughs> oh man do that Gallus. that i don't know that's a weird one okay. i so the question is making capital ships transferable you guys went to the next step and we're talking about corp assets in general mm-hmm my yeah, piece is you should be able to make a capital ship capturable by mm. clicking a setting in the capital ship window. And that says unlock capital for capture. And then somebody can go there, click a button, a three minute timer like in Sov starts up and it announces to the system. This is just for that. PVP fun. Yeah. Somebody is trying to capture capital ship at X location, and then that makes PvP happen. <laughs> but I think that could be interesting. And once you click that setting, once somebody starts capturing it, you are locked from turning it off for like 12 hours. So that means that, that is just there. Uh, that would be interesting. Oh, 
all I just heard is ghost writing capitals needs to be a thing. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. And as soon as the capital is captured, it's undocked. The pilot boards it. And I don't know what would happen to the ship that they're in. But same thing that happens now. Yeah. Well, yeah, except that it just dissolves. What happens if that pilot that captures it doesn't have a capital shipyard to go into? Then what? Then there's absolutely screwed. Actually, no. After 48 hours, it would. They just lo have to go log out for 48 yeah, right. hours. There you go. That's right. Okay. <laughs> they would have to log out for 48 hours, though. That would be sad. So, so go ahead. Okay. So, well, if if you're done, I have a completely different take on this. So, if you're not done, you can finish up. I am done. No, I want to hear okay. your take. So yeah, I have a completely different take on this. I do not think capital ships should be transferable. Like 100%, they should not be. But I think they should be able to be salvaged, basically. Hey, so there you go. if a capital ship is destroyed, you would get basically damaged capital ship parts that then you could use on corp construction lines and basically repair those into those five components that you need to build a capital ship. Okay. Same thing with capital ships you own, except they could be just break broken down into the undamaged parts. So like if you destroy a capital ship, you'd get two to three damaged parts that then you'd have to repair and build the others. And then you can build the capital ship. So it I like that. might cost like half. I like that, and it's interesting to think about because this game is so restrictive in its current state, but think about what you just said, dude. What happens if they had freighters mm -hmm. available? Everybody's been asking for freighters. Well, if they had freighters available and you blew up a capital ship, then you would go get your freighter, escort your freighter out to the field, loot the big capital ship stuff, mm -hmm. take it back to your SS space or whatever, boom. Oh, How yeah. awesome would that, that be? That would be amazing. Content. That would be content, exactly. Yeah. That's a lot of content right there. Like... SG, I can solve all of your game's problems. All you oh. need to do is hire me and move me to China. Like, I got a passport. Wait, wait, wait. hire me too. Hire yeah. me too. No, uh, I really like what everybody here said because everybody had a different opinion. That was super cool. Uh, it's interesting. Kerensky was going for the angle of it's a great way to get a corporation absorbed into another corporation for like soft transfers uh total asset shutdowns and stuff like that satan wants to do a don't let this be the end of a capital ship let this be something <laughs> that can turn into something i want it for pvp content zealot what did you did you say anything on this i did i said you just need whole corp, corp merger item oh the, I, you were the one that said oh, the uh -huh. item okay yeah the <laughs> instant american <laughs> A, a bank key. Yeah, the American <laughs> starter kit. That's pretty funny. Uh, okay, interesting, guys. I like that. So I am really going to be interested to see what the devs say about this one. All right, Vetus from Northwest asks, will you please add the ability to cross-alliance fleets? There's the big question! Please. There it is. Oh, there it is. This was asked so many times, so we're not going <sighs> to talk about it anymore. Let's talk about it right yeah. now. Alliances. That's a bingo. That is so huge. I have said, stated from the beginning, alliances feel so bolted on as a mechanic to this game. Everything is done by corporations. Even standings for alliances are this messed up garbage. What do you guys yeah. think? Are they gonna? Are they gonna do it? Like, are they? I mean, there's a tab there for it, right? 
Alliance tab. Alliance right. tactics. Yep, that's right. Yeah. yeah so I, I mean, it. it's priority in the works. Oh, Alliance mm -hmm. tactics. I forgot. All dude, it's been so. Long. It's corp tactics. Yeah, it's corp tactics. Feature not available. Yeah. Corp tactics. But that's right. I, I want to see it. Like, I don't know what else to say other than I want to see it happen because it just, it's the logical step. I don't, I don't understand why you don't have it. Uh, and I don't think that they, I, I see what they envisioned when they were like, oh yeah, we well, can have corporate fleets and each one is a cap of 50. Um, but it's at the end of the day, it is a mobile game, right? So you do not have the same amount of population that you did in Eve where you had these power blocks around the map and you had the super active alliance where like a corp could field all these people or whatever. What we see, and I can speak for like my specific corp, I've got 130 some odd actives. There's a couple alts in there. Um, most of them are on every day. However, due to work schedules and time zones, at any given time, Sins fields maybe 20 to 30 guys. If we do a CTA, there's more than that. But around the clock coverage, it's 20 to 30. So the whole 50-man fleet thing is entirely wasted. And I would, I would be willing to bet that, with the exception of some, um, how do I say this? I guess like ethnocentric corporations, so GE, like GE mm -hmm. is only Chinese. They're in the same exact timeline. Pretty much anywhere else in the game, they're probably seeing this, right? Because the only ones that I know of, other than GE and other than a major like alliance level call to arms, that's the only time that you're seeing a fifty man feet fleet capped out in a corp, right? So I think their vision yeah. for the game it just didn't go that direction. That's a great point. I think that my my concern, and I have a concern about it because I do want alliance fleets, but my concern is we have I I personally have seen very poor marketing and advertising coming out of Second Galaxy for the Western markets. Mm -hmm. They have said to me they are advertising and marketing. I've said show me, and my concern is say that they add alliance fleets. What does that do to the Western corporations? It, it's almost a direct nerf because like you said, ethnocentric corporations such as GE are going to be able to field a 1,000 man fleet, no sweat at the drop of a hat in their time zone. Whereas we are going to be sending out CTAs, getting the Pacific time zone, Eastern time zone, GMT, Australia, all trying to get together at the same time because we're mixed into one fleet. What? Like we're not going to have a full CTA. We're going to have half, maybe. Yeah, so. I mean, it, so I see what you're saying. It's a double-edged sword because if if Noir, if, if fleet mechanics become a thing for Alliance and those, we'll say Noir comes out and Noir's like, cool, we got 150 guys in fleet. Let's do it. Yep. And then GE goes, cool, we got 500 guys in one fleet. Let's exactly. do it. Yeah, and yeah. then we're back yeah. to, hmm, it's the same ratio either way. It's interesting to think about, too. And I don't want to keep having this one-on-one -on -one here, but the it depends on how they actually work the fleets at some point you are going to find a sweet spot for what your ships are capable of doing to enemy ships if mm -hmm. you've got 500 dudes in one fleet and the alliance fc pushes target this person all of your guns are going on 20 second cooldowns for like lasers or something like that and a guy is dead yeah at the yeah, second dead. you push that button that guy is dead and now you have 20 seconds to wait until your next shot so how are people going to be splitting up these alliance fleets so that they have multiple shot callers multiple primaries like i mean you know there's going to be nuance to this definitely definitely nuance or i mean how do i not sound like a dick saying this 
Um, so we're better at noir and Northwest and Eden, and we know it, right? Uh, so we can do this, and we could have, uh, you know, we all field 100, 150 guys in our Alliance-level fleet, and then we'll keep picking on GE because they were in my space being GE today uh, and losing tech two ships um they show up in 500 man and then they do exactly what you just said and then they're they do the dumb and they waste 500 people's 20 second cooldowns and meanwhile i've got my fleet into whatever composition i have and I, <laughs> here we go that exactly. one, that one, that one, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that right because that's kind of what we're doing already is they flood the field and then we go mm, okay and we continue on right i don't know that there's no ship that's going to withstand 50 people, 100 people. So if they just keep stacking up to 500, 1,000 in one fleet, it doesn't benefit them unless unless they can independently target call. Right. Dude, right. They might just they might just cap alliance fleets at like 50 or 100 at that, but just allow people to join. Yeah. That would be so, you know it would be a start. I yeah. something. I, yeah. I actually I have ideas on this. So. I think they just need alliance fleets in terms of movement. Yeah. Where you can, like, no targeting. Targeting can still be done by the corporation fleets. So that would clear up that issue. But then you could have an alliance FC that could warp, like, nine different corporation fleets Yeah. to a single location. And then they can all basically just move off by themselves. Right. Or sync up on the alliance fleet leader. Right. Let me let me let me tell you why I disagree with that and why they should just allow the full mechanic. Because we'll go mm. back to the example of what Triune has already dealt with, right? So it is already difficult enough to do warp ins to coordinate that across, you know, across whatever, right? Mm -hmm. A numerical advantage on the field means that you do not have to be as coordinated, right? They can just flood the field with stuff even if they're not going in at the right time, the right people, it's just an overwhelming amount of stuff. So giving a insta warp ability for a thousand people puts a significant disadvantage on a smaller group if that smaller group cannot then use more tactics with targeting, et cetera, right? If the only advantage is movement, I only see that as a net gain for somebody who's using blob warfare. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's true. a good point. That's, That's a good point. Also, though, there is another thing we do have to look at that we haven't taken into account, and that is the 500-man person limit on grid. Is that only for Sov Towers, or is that for everything? It's I know spatial rejection... It's 400, and it's for Sov locations. No. Spati um, I know spatial Sob, rejection... Yeah. Spatial rejection is just Sov, but then there was that other thing where they only let 500 people on that grid. Now, is that just for Sov, or is that for everything? Well, I don't we, remember. We haven't that was, I, I know what you're talking about. It was in the past. Yeah. Notes. It was in patch notes. And it like, said something about warfare or something, but it wasn't Sov warfare. It was something about just combat itself. I yeah. Don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, and they said grid. So, yeah. or it, it actually said system, but then that was confirmed. That was a typo. You should remember this, Sig. I do. But, yeah, so I don't know if that was I just remember, Sov. Remember what I said about it? I said, all right, so we got 500 minarets on that grid. Nobody's getting in. Yeah. And I'm just kind of wondering how that would work if they did add any type of alliance fleet mechanic. Right. It'll be interesting. Where you warp a thousand people on a grid, and this would be just like what we had with these old super devices. First person on grid wins. Before, it was yep. because anyone who warped onto the grid would instantly die. Yep. Now it's because they can't even warp onto the grid. 
Yeah. Okay. So let's let's hear let's hear a round of this because I think this is important. Everybody, vote. Two different questions. Will they implement it? Two. Will they implement it well slash right? Kerensky. If they watch this stream, they will implement it and do it correctly. There you go. <laughs> if not, it's going to end up like the capital yards, and I won't be able to get more than one corpse joined at a time. Because if I access the menu, it'll be locked out for no reason. There you go. Oh, no. All right, Zealot, what do you think, man? I think they're going to do it. They pretty much have to at this point. And, but are uh, they going to do it well? Probably not. <laughs> no. But, you know, there are a lot of alliances that are probably really pulling for this. Like uh, there's a certain group that has a whole bunch of little tiny or uh, corpse within it. No. But they'd love to get all their guys together. I've never heard, heard of that ever. Like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I yeah. What are you never talking heard. about? Yep. I, I don't know who that is. Satan, mm. what do you think, man? Um, really, I think they have to add Alliance fleets. It's like the way the game is going right now, they're either going to add Alliance fleets or Alliance combat is just going to die. And to be entirely honest, what I think will happen is they'll implement it. We have another episode about how they're doing it wrong. Sig talks to the devs. They change it again. Sig talks to the devs again. Then they change it again, and it's good. <laughs> you put too much faith so, in me, dude. All right, here's here's my piece. No, that's why, that's why you were doing it twice. I don't think they're going to do it. I think people are going to hound them and and whine about it here's why the structure of the game so far alliances seem to be the shell of code around corporations that is just barely there uh alliance stuff seems to break a lot um the only thing that alliance seems to do is be a color on the map and a, a standing anything i'm missing no Okay, no. so there you go. There's no alliance wallet. There's no alliance... There's no alliance structures. There's no alliance anything. So how do you integrate alliance fleets into something that is already so weakly... Like, I imagine that you're in the assembly code and you've got <laughs> var dot alliances, and it's like 10 lines. Like... <laughs> I mean, are we going to program this whole entire system for how Alliance fleets work? It's going to be a lot of dev time. It's going to take a while to get there. If they choose to do it, those are dev hours spent. So what is going to be the return for the devs to have it? My answer to you devs is you're going to see Alliance Warfare again. 1.4 killed Alliance Warfare, in my opinion. When was the last time that you guys saw a big fleet? Before 1.4 been a while yeah like literally and right you, before 1.4 do you guys want to know why i think that is because nobody wants to actually feel the real fight 400 people on a grid it's too many people too many people are uncomfortable it's way easier when it was like okay we're just going to spatial them until we win the field now there's actual loss on the line so nobody's fielding fleets that's my opinion my opinion uh if they do implement it i think it will be a tragedy and then they will figure out how to fix it the SOS stuff was great, but it's not working. Like, if you hit that SOS button, those people are now stuck at the top of your overview until you dock. Like, it doesn't drop off after they're healed up. It's just, it's a mess. Like, I, also the I fact want 
I hang on, let me finish. I, I don't want to be okay. a negative Nancy. I want them to implement it. I just don't know if they will. That's honest. Like go ahead, Satan. Yeah, okay. I was I was kind of going off a little tangent there. But yeah, it's like really in the future they will need to add it if they want the game to grow. I believe. It's just I believe. I do. <laughs> if no, it's it's just a given. If they want the game to grow, they will need to add it. But okay. will they add it? I don't know. Okay. Uh, Eric Gunn, moving to the next question. How about giving us the ability to combine like implants to get the higher tier implants and not make it random? Well, it's Ooh. already not horrible right because you can get the main stat you want always, and then the substats are just kind of bonuses. I think implants are actually one of the few systems that are really good right now. You sure about that? Like, really, they can't really be improved on. Have you much, looked at, have you looked at the new resist implants? They suck. Yeah. yeah. So you just use the old ones. <laughs> They're not cost effective either. Like it is. We talked about this before. It's kind of a, a cash sink, right? Mm -hmm. a, little, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So but every game, every game has those cash sinks, and but they don't have faucets, which Sigari has pointed out many times. There is no other than the carnival. That's true. They got nerfed immediately once they realized it was a faucet. So right. So yeah. here, here's my here's my concern with this with with the implant combining. I was in a wormhole today uh, after I found out the carnival got removed, and I was in my bamboo, and I actually had my bamboo recruit with me, which I was not expecting. I wanted to have my Jin, who was a scientist in remote reps. So I was doing a whole entire wormhole without a, a logistics pilot with a relay on. Have fun. Uh, it was tough. Anyway, I had full shields, full energy, landed on a grid. I warped off because I decided that, that was a bad grid. I didn't want to fight that grid. A bamboo lance, an HE1 bamboo from GE. I'm like, oh, there's a bamboo here. Okay, I see his bamboo recruit land. I'm warping to the ex to the to the next chaotic space. Land on grid. All the rats are there. I burn off immediately because I know he saw where I warped and he's not a potato. Let's give it to HE1. They're not bad. So I burn off. I'm 25 kilometers away. He lands. He burns right for me. Okay. I am like, I'm gonna light this guy on fire. I've got polymath, cannon, forest, Tagara reinforcement field. I got. I'm lit, dude. I'm going to wipe this guy out. He melts me. And I am doing no damage from 20 kilometers. Like, I've got my my everything is just going, right? My guns are going. My recruit is going. I am getting beat to a pulp. I am down to 20% shields, and I start spamming warp. I web him. I keep him away from me. My wingman is on him. He's at 70% shields. I'm at 20% shields about to go into, into armor. I have to warp. I get away. <sighs> I say, what was that? An alliance mate helps me out, does the OCR of his name, and we check out his implants. Guess what his implants were? The old school Tech 3 resist implants that gave him 40% resist all. <laughs> Broken, if, if you ask me. I went to go look at what the aftermarket implants, the new core implant set gives. Like 13%, but to two resistances. No, no. So if I wanted to get resist all in multiple implants, I would have to spend probably thousands of dollars to get lucky because the resist all implant set comes with a myriad of not resist all. You get make a resist one SD resist two velocity boost. Like, you know, the really random mishmash of, of what you can get. Right. I am never going to be able to shoot that guy. 
I just, I just, it, I said to myself, if I ever see that guy, I am bailing out because I can't beat him. <laughs> no, no, I can throw money at the screen until my house is upside down and I would never have the implants that he has. What do you guys think about that? Well, sounds like first, first thing, that's not entirely an implant problem. Whoa, what are you, what are you better be careful about what you say next, Mr. Man. No, that's not entirely an implant problem <laughs> because huh. there are. Are okay. Yes, implants are. I would say about a quarter of that problem, a third of that problem, because you max out your research and academy for resists, and you can get like completely losing implants. I think you can get like sixty percent resists okay, on okay. your resist hole sure. without any modules. So then throw on the implants, and what's that? An extra ten percent, eight percent. I can't do math, but. You so get a yeah, nominal amount of resist all. You get crazy. a nominal amount from Academy. Yeah, you're so right. resists are just just plain broken right now because you can stack resists so stupidly high without yeah. even putting any modules on. Yeah, like just the research gives you um, what is it? It's almost thirty percent to all resists if you have T three R five of all of them. Academy is like, like that, yeah. Academy is even more than that. It's like forty-five percent or something like that. And then implants, yeah, you spec fully into it, and you have another forty percent there. Holy cow! So, Holy cow! Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I'm, I'm giving away all the pro strategies here, but yeah, it's resists. Well, pro strategy, the, sure, but I mean, it's not. All the resists need to be players. fixed. That's true. That's very true. But yeah. also, this just goes to show the importance of resist reduces. Yeah. Like I've, I've I've been saying it ever since I saw the patch notes for 1.4. Resist reduces are going to be the way to go, and so you can shoot your hole, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's <laughs> I I called it there. <laughs> well, so, yeah, we we went off a little bit, but what do you guys think about combining those implants together? So, say you got this amazing velocity implant and then this resist implant, and you want to uh, put them together. Are we doing that? Wait, I I don't think that's what it, no, it says combine like implants. So basically if you have three pure resist blueprints without any of the other substats or implants, you can combine those three pure resist implants into another pure resist implant of a higher tier. Gotcha. I don't think they're going to do it. No. I don't think they're going to no. do it either. I think right the way it is right now is fine. Resistances are different. Resistances are just broken. But as I said, that's a resistance problem, not really an implant problem. Gotcha. So. Okay. Zealot, you got anything on it, man? I mean, it just sounds like they need to re retroactively nerf those old ones. Okay. They're running 40% buffs. I mm. mean, come on. That's, that's yeah, that's come insanity. On. Uh, that's just like throwing gas on the fire. It is. And I, I didn't like you know go table flip today but being in a bamboo being the apex predator in a wormhole and having the exact same ship and the exact same recruit just melt you when you're doing nothing when you're running t3r5 guns come on i was i i had to like rant it out okay dune chase flame asked another a repeat question about transfer corp assets corporate merger uh we already talked about that had a lot of upvotes from players though uh eight upvotes two downvotes interestingly Anyway, uh, since Endy Fire, remove trade timer so I can do business like a man. Also, the sensor works way too well now. I assume it will 
I can say assume and it will bleep ass out of the word. Same for something. It also bleeps meth. Uh, I know you're trying. Just wanted to point out. All right, let's talk about the sensor for a second because this is really interesting. The other day, I was able to say a specific sexual four-letter word that started with the letter F in all caps, and I did not know how I did it. So I started typing out. Yeah, I did. I started typing things mm -hmm. out, trying to figure out how I could make it work, and I found that a special string would allow you to type that word out. This is string-based detection, and it just mutes out whatever. It's a bad sensor. It should be incident-based censoring. So if it's an instance of just that word, censor it. Don't censor me if I'm saying assassin because I say ass twice. Like, then I can't say words. <laughs> they, In my hey. opinion, they could remove the censor and be okay with it. Unfortunately, being a Hong Kong company, this is a political censor, and they do it for political reasons, not because my, my snowflake or, you know, my sensitivity or whatever. What I, do I don't even know if it's so much that. I've talked to a couple guys who, who do coding. Uh, I got a couple guys in my alliance who have been lifelong coders, some guys who are training now to code different things. Um, their opinion, honestly, is that it's just bad lazy coding yeah it's just implementation it's not there's no hidden agenda behind it it was just somebody was like profanity filter let's do it and then yeah didn't work out why isn't there a way to disable the profanity filter like in every online game ever that's not on nintendo know. wii okay uh yeah i actually think those are kind of on the way out the past couple of mobile games i played i had agree. filters that you couldn't turn off uh, oh really hmm you know, sometimes I want to log in and be called all manner of degrading things. So, I mean, I think profanity filters should go away. Yes, we know you like that, Kronsky. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I am full of cuddled happiness. All right. Are you in W? Marion asks, when will energy, when will be energy level bar? Asking as Logi nightmare to keep fleet full of blood. There was seven thumbs up on that. <laughs> I'm not sure. Why. Oh yeah, I understand. That. Okay, so the question. Let me run this through translator. Yeah, translator. My translator is is the best translator, as you know. It's the greatest in the world. Um, yes. What Marion is asking is: Is there going to be an energy bar, just like there's a shield bar, so that way energy oh. logic know how to properly logic people? Yes. Um, yes. That's a good question. Dude, please implement that. They did this yes. overview change, and the overview changes sucked. I haven't seen any good oh, yeah. thing from this make, overview change. Make make it an overview option that you can toggle between which one you want, because no sane oh. person is going to be doing shield and energy logi. If oh, you yeah. are, public service announcement, if you're doing that, then your ship <laughs> is poorly fit and you are a potato. Um, so oh, you're man. going to die. You'll you'll yeah. die in a fire, unlike, you know, uh, I don't know. I terrible great question i think we all want this to happen are the devs going to make yeah. it happen that's easy in my opinion you don't think they are nah, they're no they're not going to make it happen no. <laughs> oh but that's such an easy one i'm taking that as no a that's why one. they're not going to make it happen because yeah. it's basically it's since it's easy that means it's low on their priority list that's a big oof all right We're fair enough to, we'll release like the seventh racial faction yeah uh, or it'll happen, happen 
it'll happen after a while. Oh man. All right. Next question from dark Lord, 8650. When will the USSH be available? All right. Never. If we're, you say never, if we're going with the second galaxy release schedule next week, that's fair. <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, I mean there, there will be a progressive pack where I have to buy a hundred thousand gallons. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hold on. I got to go off on a little bit of a tangent. It could be worse. It could be Nova empire in which instead of completing the storyline mission that has never been completed, Instead, their idea of new content was to induce a void whale. It's literally a fucking space whale, okay? And <laughs> you have to get, like, your entire server together to kill this thing. Dude, that's awesome. And it just gives the same shit rewards. It's a giant shit, like, 10-pixel oh, whale, all right? So, all right, anyway. It's I a whale that. that you need to whale to kill? Yes, yes. <laughs> We got a lot. We got a lot of people in chat who are like commenting about that. Apparently, this is a big thing in Nova Empire. Yeah, yeah. Was it a bad deal? Yeah, it's a recent deal too. Like they have not fixed the things that are going on, and they haven't figured out how to fix the bleeding of members from Nova <laughs> into Second Galaxy. So instead of fixing anything, they're like, "Here's a whale face <laughs> with lots of hit points. Kill it, <laughs> dude. What the heck, man?" That's I gotta like, see that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. hold on. I, I want to look this I'll up now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think that the USSH will be available sooner than we want. I think December. Yeah. I think December. Yeah. Honestly, they could release it. Really? Really? Well, Christmas time I'm... is coming. Thanksgiving is coming. These yeah. are like big money spending times. What more to do than have people fail their way up through the license test than to release a new nation? Yeah, actually, okay, I was I was being very optimistic when I was thinking about it. But yeah, the more I think about it, they'll probably like release just this series of events like, okay, we have we finally completed our USSH frigate. You guys can have that now. Let's wait wow. two weeks for us to make a destroyer. Say, where do you want me to and send you? You can buy way. it. Just send it in Discord. Uh, well, actually, no, send it in <laughs> Facebook and then I can open it. So we'll take a look at the whale here in a second. All right. Next question from Northwest McNeese. Oh, this is a long one. Buckle up, everybody. Oh when will mining be redone and mining ships be added for players to use and industrial freighter-like ships? Oh, shoot. He asked, like, so many questions. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, I'll, Should we here. break it down and go one by one? Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. yeah go ahead. I, I don't want to answer all the questions, though, because that means other people don't get a chance. So I'll just read them, and we pick one. Ability to PvP and have a fleet to mine together. Instead of having it where only it uses a corp mission and the useless scanners now. Freighters can be used to buy and sell contraband. Add the And the ability to jump three to four systems at a time. Mining can be redone where scanners find asteroid belts. Where then all players in system can come to it automatically to mine together. Or to loot the miners in the asteroid belt. Right now there's a lack of features and things to do. Some of us do not like attacking people for no gain. Praise God for that. And the cost of losing ship to a pointless PvP fight, it's becoming very boring. And why are Explorer Masters useless? Roll 100 in some recruits to get a Master Explorer that I will never use. Because point one, mining with recruits is pointless, so you get you get so pathetically little. Point two, I'm not going to use it to mine when it costs $1.5 million to repair. Wow, okay, that was actually a lot less than I thought, but it was very wordy. Yeah. My, mining, mining. <laughs> mining. <laughs> there we go. 
Yeah. It seems like he's more asking for more PVE group content. Yeah. Yeah, more also more open PvP content. Like that like that wormhole event. Like basically if you can scan down this mining site that then would appear on your overview as a warpable celestial. So then everyone that jumps into that system could warp to it for like an hour or something and it's open. I think you're on the right page there with the wormhole event type thing or similar events for PvP because it's mm -hmm. a P PvE but also PvP mix. And then I think the uh, the infection stuff is not bad, right? Oh, oh look, it's the whale, guys. Look the at whale. There, it's an actual <laughs> whale. Oh, my gosh, dude. That's hilarious. Thank you for showing me this. Wow, this looks a lot like... Uh, oh, my gosh. What's the name of the game that I played back in the day? something they stole it from i'm sure yeah anyway go ahead continue i don't even know what i was fucking saying because there's a whale sidetracked by the whale <laughs> yeah, yeah sidetracked by the whale uh no so the 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 wormholes are good and then i think the other thing they could do the infections they're on the right path they can make them better i think infections um, by making it something more where it's team oriented where you can warp fleets to it better or make it as a corp quest almost type thing or alliance um, and then for God's sake, can the ending just not be so terrible? Cause the ending is super, super bad yeah. in which everybody has to go around picking up like buckets of stuff, which that is, is potato, right? There's nothing in yeah, it. There's no reason for it. You know, fun fact, you guys ever try to hit that tower with a cap ship at the end of a uh, infection event? No, is it, no. Is it worth doing? No, it doesn't hit at all. Misses every shot. <laughs> Gosh. Oh. I got caught in a system doing it by myself. I saw a 30 minute timer and there I am in a Satori. Like there's no way I'm doing this on my own. We have a cap ship <laughs> in the system. So I run back, grab the cap ship, come back. And it's just zero, zero, zero. Miss, 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 oh, miss, miss. Oh, that's funny. Dang. That so kind of sucks, honestly. I had, I had this vision for mining and stuff in general. So in EVE Online, there are asteroid belts that you can just warp to, right? Okay. So... <laughs> Our mining is done in Corp Quests. Corp Quests are sealed instances that only people in your fleet or team can warp to. That means that you cannot raid them, okay? They're a safe space. What I was thinking is remove Corp Quests and instead generate these random anomalies that spawn in your space, kind of like EVE, as your solar system prosperity or not prosperity level increases you get better anomalies okay and each anomaly you can warp to and you can mine or you can do combat and every time you kill something you get a certain amount of leveling points right every time you mine something for a certain amount of time you get a certain number of points this would be of course because these would be static events they would go up way slower than if you just threw out a mining mission and said, okay, everybody go mine it. But it would give more rewards. The rats would be there. The rats would give... No, listen. The reason that this is a good idea is because there needs to be persistent NPCs in space that you can go and kill whenever you feel like it. And then they drop loot that you can sell to the mall. I think this is critical. We don't have a faucet for money in this game we don't have a faucet for minerals everything is so low income level that it's basically poverty level 
And I don't like that. I think that players need to be able to say, I've only got two days a week to play this and I want to keep up. I'm going to go hammer some mining while I'm online. That's fair. Uh, also fair. I really wish the Ilyanka that we just ganked from uh, Red Rum while they're trying to take this sob was uh, dropping loot, but it's not. So yeah, I agree. PVP should drop loot because, oh, that profit we just killed as well could have dropped something good. Continue. No, that's that's it. I think I think that yeah. we should we should see more static PVE instances. PVE should not be something spawned by a player. It should just exist. Right now, the only static PVE that we have, kind of, is the end of an infection. Yeah, there was, I mean, on a slightly different note, just taking that in a slightly different direction, I think players need to get more individual benefits out of, like, corp structures and system development and stuff. Like, yeah. I would love that, basically, instead of having, yeah, these corp mining quests that you can do... You have a like random quests, either NPC or mining stuff that spawn based on the level of the system, level and prosperity. So players like so you're just average Joe will get concrete immediate benefits out of leveling a system. So they don't go out to level the system just to help the corp as a whole. They go out to do what they want to do to get their stuff and then help the corp as a benefit. Okay, yeah, I like that. I hey, Noir, if you're paying attention to this stream, can we focus fire, guys? Come on, that's only red rum. <laughs> Just focus fire on these on the profit, please. Thank you. Continue. A... Ex excellent. FCing from a podcast. Okay. <laughs> Loving it. Zella, what about you, man? You've been kind of quiet on it. Ugh. I mean, I agree. It's a good suggestion. 100%. I I get so many messages a day that are from people just asking me, hey, we need to start this corp quest. We need to start that corp quest. Can we get this one going? It, it's fallen on a few people to get this stuff going. And on top of that, that mining minerals corp quest, booty. Booty. Personally, I Come like on. it. You'll be mind. out there for an hour, and you're bringing back like no resources, man. Yeah, I'll go. Mean, I'll go AFK raid a system. Yeah. AFK in it. I'll go raid a system. Hit three groups of gatherers and make more. What would you rather? Yeah, exactly. What would That's you true, rather have, Satan? Would you rather have active at the keyboard can be targeted by enemies mining, where you actually get something worth, you know, oh, a, yeah. a damn, or would of you rather course. have this AFK mining stuff, right? Game is AFK mining stuff that you can get shot at. Single player game. It's still a single player game. They need to mm -hmm. stop this. Uh, BD Co. Silpha Dragon asks, will you expand corporation war declares to being more than just SOV related? Some corporations could benefit from having the type of war declare that allows other corporations to fight other corporations and or alliances in high sec, mm. giving more options for corporations that don't have SOV as well that wish to be more pirate based. Okay. Old structure war. bash you can already shoot structures yeah that's right Which, um that's basically like just a mini sov it's same exact timers and you just shoot one tower instead of three so not really much difference well okay but the war thing so he's he's asking can you declare warner mm -hmm. corporation and then make them free game in space mm. i like it uh and that's because uh we play this game to harvest mounds of salt right uh the problem i see and 
let me preface this by saying it's always the loud minority speaking. But if you look at the social media, there are endless posts of crying about, I got PVP'd and I don't like dying with consequences, right? So if you allow it to be unlimited, you know, killing in high sec, uh, I think it's going to be an issue because there's going to be war decks. There would have to be, you have to be very careful about there being a cooldown timer. There'd have to be stipulations behind it to where it can only last for X amount of days or time or whatever. 24 48 hours something to set it up so that in high sec it it doesn't abuse the players because a lot of us that are asking for mechanics like this and this pains me to say it um it the game has a wide variety of super casual to the people who want to be more serious like we're on a podcast right now talking about a video game okay there are other people who log in once a week to play they don't want to get griefed in high sec so there's got to be some kind of balance I agree with that. Yeah, what's to stop someone from just declaring on some Care Bear Corp? Well, I'll counter. I'll, I'll counter that about the Care Bear Corp. What's to stop GE from declaring on whoever they want, and then getting more content in Empire? Constant well, tier that's harvesting. <laughs> so, actually, I kind of. I'm not actually sure how good of an idea this is, but I kind of want to build off of that. So personally, I don't think you should be able to do that and like kill people in high sec, low sec. Instead, I think there should be a basically a null sec war system that would have add this extra little button called war probes, where basically it would act like a raid probe, except it would be like like on a watchtower cooldown, so just like one minute, unlimited, you could go into a system, pop that, and you would get all of the people in that system in an alliance or corporation you are at war with. Dude, I so love it! I love it! Station, planet, encounter, middle of the space, wherever they are, they just appear, and you can go to them. Yo, what do you guys think about that? That's an awesome idea. I just gave away my opinion. That's I like it. Uh, anything I like it. Some kind of like a battleground or something to where mm-hmm. they can opt in to some degree or another, and then opting in. I, for me, like it's PvP is PvP. Like it doesn't have to give me rewards, but I also understand that some people have to make a choice between logging in and getting resources or logging in and doing something else they want. So it can't be a chore for everybody that, that doesn't have the time to do it. You know what I mean? So there's got to be some reward behind it too, I suppose. Well, I've got some good news for you, sir. And please, please, please do not, please devs do not come down on me for this. There is some talk going on in the collective about PVP arena. Oh, yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. Now, it's just talk, but things are looking positive on that front. So all of you PvP diehards, hype, right? Okay. Uh, That's your air horn. That'll be cool. here, Here are my concerns about open war. And I think that this brings in some other elements of the game that aren't addressed. Rep quests. Rep quests happen in various areas of Sov Nullsec that make it incredibly difficult for people to grind their rep quests, right? So here's here's the thing. If you own an area of space where people need to do rep quests, you basically 
it's kind of like in Eve where you've got the Blood Raiders, the Garistas, the Serpentis, and you know, the so on and so forth. If you own that area, you kind of control the flow of inventory from that department. However, I believe that the implementation as it is currently has slowed the market down so much that people are not able to get the things that they need because they can't run the rep quest without getting shot out of the sky. So here's my here's my suggestion for all of this that is all-encompassing. Take rep quests out of Nullsec. Take them out of Nullsec. Put them in Empire. All of them. All of them. All the way up to whatever max rank is. Allow people to war deck with Satan's proposed system that you have unlimited raid probes so often for people that you're at war with. You cannot initiate around a station or a gate without being police intervened. So the war permits you to get this raid probe button. That is all the changes. What do you guys think? I like that. So you basically have the ability to find them no matter where they are in that system. But you gotta but look for them. You'll, yeah. And you'll still get police called on you. You'll still get uh, security status, whatever it's called. Increase. So but, yeah, it's basically yeah. not a free, it's not a free license to just wreck everybody. Like, goons have done in eve online i love you goons by the way but goons and other other corporations like pirates or alliances like pirate and stuff like that they just declare war on whoever they can anybody that's like low-hanging fruit let's kill them i don't think that'll work for this game because this game has a very small population stuff is extremely expensive to replace if you lose it and it's gonna hurt the game if open free game war is on 24 7 in empire in sov Everything goes. We we are fine with Sov the way it's currently implemented. Oh, yeah. I believe everybody here would agree. Yeah. In terms of PvP. Well, mm. need to allow gate camps. Okay, need to okay. be able to catch. Need to be able to catch people on gates sometimes or all the time. But other than that, yeah, it's good. It's good. Okay. Let's move to the next question. That was good talk, guys. Honestly, you guys all good had talk, some good, good opinions. Zealots, zealots, speaking up. <laughs> uh i don't know man oh we just pvp all we pvp all day man we just kill stuff moving listen listen i made 150 mil gala in maybe two weeks in pvp right low sec is not going to stop me from ganking people right so even Ooh. if you move all that stuff in i'm still coming in and we're still raiding no absolutely. you don't need a war deck to do it you sound like you're a good corp. Oh yeah, you an alliance like Noir is recruiting. Hey man, I mean, <laughs> off. Hey, hey, I mean, we got don't, picked don't up steal already. Our guys, Kransky. <laughs> I, I think that you're right, and that it would, you you would still be able to hit it right. But let's let's look at why this the situation doesn't work. People that live in their space don't have to go anywhere for that content anymore. And that content is things that everybody that flies the that race's ship needs. That's where the break is. People need access to this feature in order to get blueprints and things so that they can make their stuff. If people are able to just sit around in their space and blow up people because they're trying to make a living for themselves, I think that that is too easily accessible they are going to need to spend relocate so they're need, going to need to travel to empire to go hit them maybe i'm being soft i don't know i'm just throwing it out there i think it's a little unfair I'm, and i I'm don't use you. the word unfair easily in the past week i've hit 
four different rep spots in four different sectors of space, NEF, yep. ECD, OE, it doesn't matter. Like teleporting is no big deal. Relocating, yeah. just before you go to bed, relocate. When you wake up, you relocate and then you set it to the next place you want to go. Absolutely. Bounce, bounce, bounce. I mean, if, yeah, if you're willing to put in that time, I think you should be rewarded for it. I just don't think it should be free game come to you all the time. Uh, I don't need to have the last word on this if you guys. No? no? Okay. Let's see. Tixrondi is asking for some AoE items that are weak but buff every ally entity within a radius. We've already got that. Uh, make it uh, Meow Faceman. Uh, make it possible to move all assets and stops in a merger. We already talked on that. Uh, Northwest Tour Naga. Are there any plans to institute wingman controls? Simple like Kingdom Hearts. Focus support, focus same target, focus different target, return to commander. Oh boy, I'm 17 upvotes on that. I'm going to just yeah. walk away from the microphone. It seems like a yes. I was thinking about that one the other day, and then when I saw the question, the same thing popped in my head. Why isn't there at least just an attack icon for your wingman? Because I've seen my wingman do some weird shit. Like I go into a site <laughs> yeah. and I start shooting something, and my lock is just like hovering around me. I'm like, what? What is he doing? Right? Now? I just don't even. Yeah, I yeah. know that feeling. Wingmen are derpy. Yeah, I mean, even just completely losing how like overpowered they are, just their controls are sometimes really weird. Like. My yeah. wingman will just sit there and be a potato. And like Logi Wingman, I still haven't completely figured out the activation criteria for them repping you. Well, so, I think it needs to be it needs to be yeah. off cooldown. They need to have enough cap to use it and they need to be within range. Those are the three criteria that I believe there there needs to be. And you need to be but taking damage. It's not. <laughs> I know I know. Well you need to be taking damage is the thing. So if you're at yeah, like if you're low and not shield, taking damage, they won't rep you exactly. Yeah, that's kind of annoying. And I do think yeah, I think there should be a little more control over your wingman. Also be able to, yeah, energy bar. Give us energy bar for the wingman. So, hang on. Let, let's open this can of worms. This is a can of worms. Okay. I think it is. You want to give more control to something that's already being complained at, being OP about? But well, the nerf the actual stats, though. Ah, what? okay. Conditions. Uh Stat nerfing maybe a little bit, yeah, sure. But I think uh, the document, Sig, that you put some suggestions in there about the wingman as far as to negate it. There's been a lot of talk about it too. Like if you if you're in a cloaked freight, so GE did this literally to us today. They showed up in some Tech Two ships with their Tier Three or Tech Three wingmen, and they ganked a few people. Noir responded, wiped out a bunch of voids. GE then went and reshipped into Jaegers and came back okay. with their tier three wingmen, right? <laughs> and they tried yeah. they tried that thing and they lost a couple of Jaegers, we lost a couple of ships, and then everybody like walked away. But the, the point being is as soon as they realized they couldn't use good ships because they were gonna die, they went and got into free right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the wingmen yeah. will do it for so, so that brings up a whole other issue of wingmen and PvP. I think either A, they need to be taken completely out of it or they need to be nerfed hard because it's luck, boys. I don't care what anybody says. I've opened 50 recruit contracts, gotten no masters at all. Yeah. You get people yeah. pop one oh, yeah. and they get it. And I will forever be at a disadvantage in every PvP encounter against a master just because that dude got luckier than I did. I, yeah, true. I, I, oh, yeah. I hear what you're saying. I've personally opened 270 recruit contracts and I've got six <laughs> masters. 
two of which I feel like I'm super lucky. Only two of which are explorers. So I f I'm using my recruits in ways that benefit me. I got a battle cruiser master, two destroyer masters, and a frigate master. I've not used the frigate master. It's a logi. The one destroyer is a logi. I use that for my wormholes. The other destroyer is combat, and I use that for a backup, I guess. Uh, I think that we ran the numbers. Destroyers, or I'm sorry, master recruits use max T3 fittings, and we believe they use T3 R1 ammo, uh, which is inaccessible skills, to normal yeah. players. It's inaccessible, dude. Nobody's going to be firing mm -hmm. 30 million credits worth of clip at anybody. You show me that person... And let's have an intervention, I think. Because you're literally firing dollars out of your guns at that point. Uh, yeah, I think wingmen need to be adjusted. If not, you know, knock down a peg or two on the totem pole. Yeah, like, didn't we talk about this last podcast? Kind of throwing out a couple things like locking ship sizes. So, like, the biggest wingman that a person in a frigate could use would be like a cruiser a, fr a frigate no it should be the same class okay. dude. or destroyer i think one class above or below is reasonable so they could so a frigate could use a destroyer so i mean that's kind of a concession for the people that like only have two experts and want to use an expert so i hear you i think yeah. I, I think we can't talk about this because it would just go yeah. too long we this, need adjustments uh yeah. so wingman controls that's really good hearts fang can we clean up the ui so many redundant menus please yes but he was not specific so they're just gonna come back with some generic answer here's what yeah. here's what they need to do they need to have less clutter somehow the menus are cluttered even though they're not but if i need to go to a fleet and warp to a wingman that's like six clicks wow like or not a wingman like somebody in my fleet Click fleet the fleet member. button, scroll, find them in the list, click them, click go. Oh my gosh, that took like 10 minutes. And I can't see my screen while I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. Like, so, it's cluttered. It's it's made for people with fingers on six-inch devices. I get it. But it's too cluttered. Okay, so really, I think this can be solved with one actually rather complicated thing. But basically, just add options add ui customization oh my gosh like give people the ability to like expand the or make smaller the boxes so like if i want those fleet member things to be like this big let me have them be that big not like giant right yeah, no, like UI and, scale, that would be helpful, yes. Yeah, UI scaling, if on 11 were complicated, like, actually dragging around the icons on your, like, flight screen. Like, when you're undocked. Yeah. What do you guys think? Does UI need customization? A little bit of customization. I think the fleet yeah. option, the warp options, those kind of things are good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys got big hands like me, but when I got my phone and I'm like trying to reach and click something, you know, like double tap on the screen, yeah. I'm hitting oh, yeah. those buttons in the bottom left and the bottom right corner. I'll be oh, in the man. middle of a dog fight and I'm like, take a picture. Yep. 
Oh yeah. yeah. I've I've done that before. That's painful. All right. So we we are I'm looking at the clock right now. We're about an hour and a half in. What do we want to do to continue here? There's we have gotten through maybe twenty percent of the questions, if that. <gasps> Well, do we do so a part two? I think, I think a lot of them were, uh, I don't want to call it redundant, but related questions that we've kind of touched on different areas. Okay, so I'm going to fly through, and I'm going to highlight... Big, I'm yeah. going to highlight the big stuff, yeah. Uh, can we have an option to change accounts, log in or log out? Uh, yeah, sure, why not? Uh, so I've asked, them, I've asked them that directly to support, as well as the ability to change your login options, because you can't change your password, you can't redo your email or anything. And they said they're considering it in the future. I got the default response. There you oh, go. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. considering it's more than a default response. Thank you for your input. We look to improve our game. Like, that's the default response. Here's here's one from Pina Colada. Will warping through red systems remain 100% safe? Is there any point in warp protection? Oh, boy. So. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do it. <laughs> let me tell don't you. Tell the here Here is how I believe they view the game. They want people to have the choice to pvp or not this is why they did not remove warp protection when i asked them oh so nicely they did however move people off the gate instead of at zero thank <laughs> you for that i don't think they want to do this because they want people to not somehow they want people to be able to be blown up in their new ten dollar ships that they just undock and haven't like resolved the new instance yet but they won't let people be blown out of the sky in soft space help me understand that <laughs> I don't think they're going to do it, and I wish they would. I wish they would cut the time for ships to have that invulnerability in half. That's I it. mean, it can be done currently. Yeah. Like, I mean, okay, leave warp protection there. Just don't let them have the ability to perform another action like warping or jumping before that warp protection ends. So, yeah, give them their session change timer, but may, I think just make it so it always will end before they can enter warp or jump a gate or whatever. Hmm. Or, or again, back to the point I made earlier about them having to kind of scale the interactions for the fact that this is at its base a mobile game. Very casual players. Maybe high sec, low sec, and null sec have some kind of different timer right? right so in no sec you have mm -hmm. pretty much nothing to protect you you have minimum protection low sec there's a little more and then high sec like you have to basically be a potato and activate your modules and shoot back or shoot first before somebody can attack <laughs> you right yeah. um, so maybe yeah. something like that i like that uh well you can't pvp in high sec at all it's not a lot uh, see, see i wouldn't yeah. even know that because i don't go there <laughs> right high sec also is a total of like 12 systems yeah, like that's, no that's fair yeah. Uh, yeah the i i think that's good i think the only change that i have to that is inst take take away warp protection add immunity so mm -hmm. what i mean is when you land on a grid you are immune until you decide to move up to 20 seconds that way that gives you uh. plenty of time for your game to resolve you can make however many intel calls you want but then after that timer ends you either warp or you get shot like what about what about the dock ranges the kick out etc on stations i say that because right now we're shooting red rum as they undock and dock at station so it is a concern to me right now because i see this massive sprawling undock 
they can come all the way out and then they're just oh yeah nothing can touch them Dark radius so needs to be decreased. Oh come on, man! Yes. That, that, no, no, it absolutely it's like does. Thir- Dude, no, it's like thirty kilometers it's out. It's Eve now. Station They're... Games, man. It's Eve Station yeah. Games all over again. <laughs> yeah, and it's but does that make it good? I think that if people make mistakes and you capitalize on it, then that's good. I think that if people choose to dock their ship after popping all three of their temp shields, that's on them, and they are allowed to do it. Uh. At the same time, a mistake would be if they accidentally have somebody set red, somebody initiates on them at zero, they auto-lock back and shoot their artillery, that's a mistake, and they're going to get punished for it. So if they want to play those docking games, they can, but the second they make a mistake, you punish them. you gotta, you got to isolate those instances. Yeah, but the thing is they sh- shouldn't be able to fly off the station at, and be and then be able to dock up once they're like 30 40 kilometers so you're the away from the station docking radius is too large to be yes up it is way okay. way too massive yeah okay i could get over with that yeah so okay. dock at like 5km like they have for gates like gates you can only jump at 5km but stations you can dock at 40 30 okay this doesn't really make sense to me okay i like it i'm on board sure warp ranges please and thank you gosh dang will they implement <laughs> that ever this is asked by Jim Sky. That's will they implement it? That's what we're asking. Uh, I think they will because they did the, um, you know, you click the, and hold the, the orbit. Oh, you're thing. right. Yeah. You'll click and you'll be like, ah, 50. You know? Easy. Yes. I think they well, can do it. They can. Oh, they definitely yeah, can. But I, will think they? They will. I think that's a will. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. Zealot? I think they will. Okay, there we go. By the way, that orbit function. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, yes, it. that is amazing. Yeah, Satan and I it. talked about it. That was amazing. Add we default. Just add default, and we will love it even more. Uh, DYN, Adricar Stormborn asks, don't know if it's been suggested, maybe an iridium amount to restore premium or all ships. I'm going to keep scrolling. Uh... <laughs> they might do that because that's just cash. Collect all button for corp benefits. Yes, please. This is asked by GGCO zero G. Can we have a collect all button for corp benefits? And can we have an option to skip animation on everything? Yes, please. But my animations, 14 upvotes on that question. Let's see. Make that 15. Uh, Mal, Mal Furidin asks an interesting question, which I think we should talk about. Can we please have the option to return a sovereignty system back to the savages when leaving a system? Whoa. Mm. Yeah. I think that's a good idea, man. Why? Say you're a corp that gets exiled from an alliance, and you know they're going to take those systems back anyway, and you're not going to be able to defend them. Just, hey, saw, or hey savages. How? What do you mean? You just relinquish the system. You just click a button. Oop. 12 hours. Gives it to savages, right? That's what the question's asking, right? An option to return a system to savages. Do you think that makes it too easy for people who squat systems? Do you think that I don't know what you, do you mean by that? Okay, system squatting is a thing. So we uh, there's a lot of reasons you could do it. I'm trying to do this without giving away why. So I'm not going to keep you talking. Yeah, I'm not going to reveal it on stream. System squatting is a real thing. There's a reason people squat systems. I don't think that it's necessarily fair for them to have a get out of jail free button by saying relinquish system. 
I don't like that. I think that it needs to be declared on and shot. I don't think you should just be able to give up a system. Eh. Okay. Fumar from Northwest asks, while in space, there are two ways to open the map. By tapping the system name at top and by hitting map and menu. While docked, there are two ways to open the map. Go, the go button and the map in the menu. Also the Sov map. Uh, he's wanting to know if there can map. be a guaranteed way to open a system map and the global map. And I 100% agree. That is really annoying. Same. It goes to a mm -hmm. last stance sort of thing, which I do not like. Yeah. And not to mention, you have to click, like, two buttons that are laggy to change view. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah it slows, it's, it slows it's just kind of it takes, it takes seconds. That's right. It's annoying. Yeah. Uh, Northwest Hanikar, I'm going to select the one out of here that I think is a great question. Mining. The ability to buy or sell minerals to or from other players. Oh. <laughs> I would like that, honestly. I, I think we'd all like that. I don't, that would I don't see RMT. how it'd be a problem. RMT, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, it's, it's it. not going to be added, but it's it's good. Everyone would like it, but it's not going to be added. I'm. I mean, you could sure. already buy minerals with money. Yeah, so. but not you from can? other players. You can't sell. Wait, whoa, 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 you what? can't sell minerals to other players. Oh, stop, Satan. <laughs> well, true. How do you buy minerals? From the packs, man. Daily pack. And dollar. with gala. And with gala. Core points. With court points oh, and gala. Okay, I thought you were saying with cash. The only thing I know is that you can fast track stuff by spending iridium to mm -hmm. to not use minerals. There's yeah, you can do that. There's packs that specifically oh. sell minerals as well. Yeah. Oh, for cash. You, okay. You can right. buy minerals with gala, and you can buy gala with iridium, and you can buy iridium with credit card. Wait, you can buy minerals with gala. Yes, you can. I have never. Okay. It's the same exact price as Corp Point, so it's not worth it. Yeah, not at all. Uh, let's see. Do you, did you guys see anything else that you really wanted to tap on in the questions? Let me let me take a. I do kind of like the the next one by Shin. It's, can we get the the ability at very least in salvaging some or most of the PVP ships? So salvaging. You yeah you PvP touched on or that. PVE. Yeah, I would. Like yeah, I just touched on it for basically capitals, but I would like salvaging where you could get like ship parts i know they don't really have like parts ships are built out of but like i don't know honestly the the current pvp loot system is pretty bad right. because for you to be effective yeah. you can only go with there can only be three of you otherwise people are missing loot let me for tell you, you pvp noobs out there team up shoot down ships you share the loot it's fun let me let me tell you i was in the minaret or no what was i in i was in it oh no i was in the minaret i blew up a ship i went and got my mist because minaret doesn't have a cargo hold went and got my mist came back out to pick up the loot my inventory filled up with two guns there was more loot still on the ground so i had to go dock go back mm -hmm. go get the loot what the heck man dude that's ridiculous the loot system is bad like drop a can yeah. when somebody dies you get it first tap if you don't tap it or you leave the system or you dock or something fair game for everybody like don't yeah the loot system needs work yeah talking about salvaging for a second and this is something that i think we can all talk about how sandbox does sg want this game to be keeping in mind that they have monetized 
everything in it. They want it to look like a sandbox, it seems like. <laughs> but okay. not actually be one. I think I think they're trying to find a balance, and I think in some ways, in some ways they did. Because consider the ease of accessibility for a lot of a lot of the T one stuff, right? So T one makes it pretty easy. The only big issue you have is if people really pay, and then if you get into a one v one situation uh, where somebody's, you know, the, the master recruits we've already talked, about, or somebody comes out in their tier three ship with all the high level gear, the guy on the T one stuff, it, there's nothing there, which leads back to our whole point about the group PVP. A group of players in T one gear can have a blast. They can mm -hmm. have fun. They can have content. Mm -hmm. If they can incentivize more content for it they're going to have the same players paying that have already been paying and then they're going to have the other players who are like well, i don't really have to spend any money i can you know do this my corp can comp it whatever still playing and then those players are going to do I've, I've got a lot of players like um in my corp that will spend the five dollars a week like they, they forego a pack of cigarettes and they and they buy the corp bundle right if you can keep thousands of those players spending five dollars a week it's so much better than if you just dwindle it down only the people who are going to pay to play right does that make sense yeah absolutely yeah i think that's the crux of so many arguments in pay-to-play games is make the small stuff accessible to everybody and you'll make more money than the whales but obviously that's not the case or else every developer ever or publisher would do that you got to look at where the money talks, right? Yeah. So I think you're right. There's a good balance, you know, stricken with how they're currently going about it. But this guy is asking for a particular profession to be created in a game, in, an, in a pseudo sandbox game. The question is, how multiplayer are we going to make this game? You salvage mm -hmm. something. Where does the stuff go? To you? To your corporation? to the mall like i yeah it's tough and it it makes the question hard to answer all right i'm gonna ask the last one and then we're gonna go last to question we're gonna go to questions and it's not on the screen but it's a question that i know a lot of people have been asking about and you you kind of touched on it a second ago ship insurance mm -hmm. are they gonna bring ship insurance into the game goes against the business model so i don't think they will <laughs> yeah oh no dude isn't that the hard truth yeah it is a hard truth you know Grandscape bringing us the truth we never wanted to hear what do you think do you think it would benefit the game in the long term if they added ship insurance to just think about it some kid who's not good at pvp gets shot down on a shiny ship has the ship insurance now i have all his cool guy loot he gets his ship back he comes back out i oh. shoot him again what happens if the guy that isn't good at pvp doesn't know about ship insurance and loses a shiny ship then what what well if, <laughs> go ahead currency if they tied ship insurance almost like the restoration contracts like you had a certain amount of them so if you subscribed right because it's, it's a subscription right? yeah so if you subscribe, you know, they lock you in for a month, right? Say it's ten dollars a month, right? Okay. Five, ten dollars a month, and you got X amount. I don't know what the sweet spot is. Like we can go down that as a rabbit. X amount of insurance 
payouts you can do a day, a week, whatever the case is, they might be able to hook a lot more players because let's take the Ilyanka, right? I'm staring at one on the screen right now, and Red Rum just lost one about 10 minutes ago to us. Uh, that player wishes he had insurance, right? So if he had had insurance, he could go get in another one, as, as we were just uh, talking about. I've got his loot now, and he's got another ship. But it's going to be easier for him to pay $10 a month to be able to replace things for when Noir stomps him again um, next time he undocks versus if he has to buy another Ilyanka and pay out of his wallet. How much does Ilyanka cost on the market? I think they went down. But yeah, they're, like, they're up it's to like 45 40 mil, mil now. Yeah. 30, okay. 45. That's still, that's still cost prohibitive to continuously replace. Mm. Right. Something that. But something, that go ahead. It makes it kind of prone to exploit as well, though. So, like, if you insure a ship, that stuff has to come back, like, soul-bound. Because otherwise, people are going to be like, hey, you know, I haven't gotten shut down yet this soul-bound month, so or, no, or like in, go ahead and pop me. In EVE, they only did the ship insurance, right? You didn't have... That's right. Modules, modules did not so, get insured. It's too tough, though, because what's the, what's the expense in this game? It's not ships, dude. It's the modules. In EVE, I can fit... A Brutix, which is a Galente battlecruiser that costs 40 million isk with 20 million isk in mods. When the insurance pays out that I spent like six, seven mil for, I get 45 mil back. Mm-hmm. That's a huge chunk back. But if I lose a ship in this game, let's say that I bought a. Well, I'll use my Moloch as an example because I lost one recently. I lost it to a Tech 3 wingman. Moloch cost me six mil for the ship hull. All right cost me 80 mil for the modules <laughs> okay <laughs> so i get seven mil back from the ship oh boy but that paid for nothing now let's so you're talk- talking about just doing it for holes right for holes yeah but that then okay. it won't fix anything because players are losing the most of their money out of modules now here's the problem if they're soul bound when they come back after a ship is destroyed then that robs the pvp of the kill all right if they drop yeah. again, then that's printing modules out of nothing. Can't have that because then you've got exploits, people farming people for free modules. Uh, and then they'd have to tweak so, the drop rate to be something more like 25% rather than 50%. Opens so many issues. Like, I have an idea. Okay, go. I don't know how much this will fix, but I want to run past you guys. So I was thinking, yeah, keep drop rate around like 50%. It's still a net. It's still a net. You would. Some, something some like that minus yeah exactly yeah something yeah drop rate 50 percent, 60 percent. right no not 60 so well, it's still yeah it's okay. less than 100 yeah, percent. that's fine 60 yeah. yeah, something yeah. not not over 75 percent, definitely but like 50 60 somewhere around there so then a person can insure their ship for like what Kerensky was saying maybe ten dollars a month they get like 10 restores a week or whatever or insurances a week so they get basically the like 80% of the market mode of their hull. So the ship, okay. the actual ship. Okay. But then they have an option to basically spend Gala to get the modules back that were not dropped in PvP oh. based on the mode of that on the market. So the most commonly appearing price. Dude, I kind of like it, actually. Love so that. you basically they can spend money to get some of their modules back, but the same exact you you will never exceed the amount of modules in the in the game system. 
So at most, if you have three guns, say two drop, you'll be able to get one of them back at most. That's a good feeling. But you won't for... be getting yes. five guns. That's a good feeling yeah. because the PvPer gets the reward of that guy's never going to get that stuff back and I got it now. And then the player that lost the ship has some consolation where he can buy some of the stuff back at an insured discount price. Dude, I and love it, good. man. And like he it. gets just the money from the worth of his ship back. Yeah. So. And we're still at a negative sum game. Modules are mm -hmm. still being removed from the economy because things are being lost. It works. Here's my suggestion on how we can implement it. Zlong, you ready? $15 <laughs> pilot pack. I'm just going to call it the pilot pack. It gives you the adventure pack, all of the stuff inside the adventure pack. It gives you daily iridium and the PVP insurance. Full disclosure, game like do that whole daily thing, and it's like a little tiny chunk of iridium, and then everybody gets it in their mind. It's like, yeah, at the end of the month, I'm going to have 10,000, whatever, whatever a good amount is, right? And then they spend it every day, and then their stat base. Mm -hmm. Really, that that full disclosure that is a way to hook line and sinker people that's like just sprinkling a little bit of crack on something and be exactly. like hey, here try this exactly <laughs> and because because yeah. it is a pvp focused thing and because it gives it's the only pack that gives out daily iridium people will buy it there will be less complaints because people are getting the options would you like to activate insurance on your ship loss because mm -hmm. that mean person in fang blew you up well yeah, yeah. okay uh, there we go we just oh, solved yeah. all the whiners problems in one <laughs> Friggin fell swoop. I don't know if we can end the podcast on any better note than this, you guys. I don't Holy think crap. we can. I think that's a perfect yeah. way to end the podcast. Should we take some questions? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, let's I... let's get questions. Let's get questions from our guys. All right. Questions from the people in chat. Ready go. We got two guests here, Kerensky from Noir and Zealot from Dead. And then we've also got Satan and Sigari from Northwest. We're happy to be here. Mining Permit asks, can we get the ability to see other players' kills and death slugs? Oh, my gosh, dude. Yes, Pulse. please. Yes. And somebody yes. asked about the API. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> also, APIs, spreadsheets in space. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Also, I mean, one thing, I want to, heck, I want to see my own kill log. I can't even see my own entire kill log. <laughs> So, yeah, like the ability to see our own kill and death log yeah. and other players kill and death log. Like, yeah. like a, I would love that. It sounds like a good problem to have. You can't see him because you're killing too many. Uh, ND asked, does Kano look like a mini shroud? I'm not sure what that means. What does that mean? He's a streamer. He looks like a vampire. He's a vampire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Sigari told me I had to dress up and apparently I'm overdressed. <laughs> he's like, yeah, guys, we wear suits on the podcast because I'd never even heard of his podcast until this morning so right <laughs> right that's that's how that went haywire v1 kerensky you do not look like krennic you're right you're right uh krennic wears pants i do not <laughs> oh my god all right we're not gonna ask kerensky to stand, up, now. stand up yeah <laughs> oh man oh no Will RS Andy Andy asks, will RS ever be good? What kind of question is that, dude? RS or Lorraine? RS is already good. I don't RS care what anybody says. Amazing. Cold rain. 
Coldrain is, is the best ship game. in the game. Yeah. Best no, ship in the good. game. Coldrain is the Blizzard Hail, right? It's, yep. it's glitched. Yep. Yeah. It, it, best it's passive in the game, bar it's, none. Don't talk S about it on stream. They The devs watch the stream. You're going to lose your ship. Well, no. It's negatively glitched. It has a problem. So you know how it has that, like, uh, it's it's tactical component. Re on each activation, it reduces the cooldown of all devices, weapons, whatever, by one second. It, so the way, like, your auto-firing works, it'll only fire your guns, like, every 0.5 seconds. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't actually end up being that much of an improvement like with combats, I mean, like using combat weapons. But yeah, even still, it's it's a big improvement, but just not as good as it could be. Mm. Like if it worked at peak, it would be a good forty percent extra DPS than the winter suite, which is the second best. But as it is, it's like an extra five percent DPS. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's good. It just it needs to be fixed really just the auto stuff needs to be fixed okay uh the the bosunt asks do you think there will ever be a change of corp store or corp warehouse where players could donate or list for sale the mod ships that they build so they can be bought by other corp alliance members oh man i think we all want that i yeah we definitely. need like what was it an alliance shop or something yeah. like how mm -hmm. great would that be yeah. Oh yeah, just like an alliance trading post. That would allow just, us yeah. to have producers. So you got the mm -hmm. whales in your in your collective groups, right? They're like, yeah, I'm gonna spend a lot of money and get all the dev units to make tech three stuff. Hooray! That would be great. If you want to whale <laughs> for our alliance, please let the benefits come to the alliance, not just to you. Uh also, how would they implement it though? Yeah. Uh, literally just make a trading post that the only players that can access that specific trading post are in your alliance or corporation because it would actually have to be corporation because alliance is potato <laughs> yeah okay potato confirmed actually wait they i think actually no they could do an alliance because it would work the same way as standings basically Standings don't so, work, so let's not go down that. No, way. but but standings they they kind of do work. So basically, if they kind of put it as standings would be a sign in to that. Oh, I see what you're saying. As far as if you are X status, you are entered into whatever. Yeah, and that status would be alliance. So they could basically just have this separate trading post that the only players that could access it would be with the alliance standing. So. That would work with the system they have right now. Makes sense. At least with from my understanding of programming. Okay. Very good. Player yeah, player based trade offers would be great. Yeah. Excellent. Buy orders. Well, yeah. So much good content on this podcast. Like, holy cow. It was good having our first guests on the show ever. And I'm glad it could be people that I enjoy being around for more or less. More, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I would doesn't like being with me. I hey man, dude, I love you, man. What are you talking about? I don't just <laughs> tolerate you. I enjoy having you. No, honestly, I'd like to do this more often. I've already got some people in mind that I'd like to have on the show in the future. Uh, we've got some streamers and entertainers, not that kind of entertainers. 
who are really great at this game and have some really good opinions and ideas. And if we ever do something like this again, I think this is a great format to have them on the show. So look forward to that. Uh, we've got After Hours coming. It'll be brief, I promise. I know some of these guys, it's late. But uh, shout out for Patreon, Satan. Uh, yep. So we have uh, ID Stu, who is our top patron. He's doing $30 a month for us. So thank you, man. It is really appreciated that you're doing this. Awesome. Thank dude. you for supporting us. Yeah. Thank you for the support. Everybody, thank you so much for closing episode 11 of the main frequency now. We will see you guys next week for our next episode. And Kerensky and Zealot, give you a little sign-off here. Yeah, guys, uh, really appreciate it. Uh, we do want to uh, reach out and say thank you to Sinister Corp, not Sinisterly Corp, for uh, seeing the light. And after weeks, uh, Necro decided to bring his guys over to Noir, so warm welcome to them to Noir. Uh, I want to wish the 27 Red Rum trying to fight us on field a good job, uh, good game, I guess, in advance, because there's no ship insurance for that problem just died and uh yeah we'll see you guys next week awesome Zola, how about you dude hey if i pop your ship it's nothing personal i just want your loot <laughs> <laughs> all right all right guys i'm sigari i'm sudden and we'll see you guys next week adios everybody see ya